When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet it's where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically reforming preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, through your Alexa, however you listen to The Bar. We are grateful. I always like to start the show by thanking the listeners. I appreciate you guys being just such awesome listeners and supporting the bar. And and um, I made a challenge, I think, uh, on one of the episodes about screenshotting your phone uh, while listening to the bar and posting it. And a lot of you guys did it. I appreciate it. I didn't catch all of them. So, hey, let's do it again. If you listen to the bar right now, just screenshot whatever player you're using. Post it on uh, any social media tag us and we would love to share it and and all that good stuff and I'm, I'm definitely grateful for that so like i also do every week i bring you an awesome guest and we have another awesome guest here um super excited I like to brag on uh, people that get back with me really quickly because in this business, asking people to come on your show, you get a delay. So this gentleman uh, uh, responded quickly. His system was right there with it. And so I'm excited to bring to the microphone Dr. Guy Rich. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you. Yes, sir. I appreciate you coming on, sir. That It means a lot. Uh, everybody knows uh, how much the bar podcast uh, love RTS, man. We are RTS advocates. We love it. We actually did an RTS month on the show. And so to have another faculty member on is always a, 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 pl- a pleasure of ours. And what I always like this, uh, how I like to start the show, uh, Dr. Guys, uh, give you an opportunity to introduce yourself, whatever you want to share, whether it's personal or professional, I give you the spot to do that right here. Okay. Well, thank you, Dwayne. Um, yeah, my name is Guy Richard, and uh, I am uh, now in uh, Atlanta. I've been with RTS in Atlanta for about almost two years. Uh, I teach systematic theology, and I'm involved with administration on the campus 
here as well. Before that, for about 12 years, I served as the senior pastor at uh, First Presbyterian Church in Gulfport, Mississippi. And uh, like I said, did that for about 12 years and uh, been in the Atlanta area for about almost two. Awesome, man. Uh, that's that's pretty cool. So let's start off, uh, you know, with the, the RTS, you know, being a part of the uh, the program, um, you know, it seems like you guys are actually worldwide now. Uh, talk about, I guess, uh, how you uh, came into the RTS and that kind of backstory and, and then a little bit more about, you know, what you do there. Yeah, yeah. Well, some some of your listeners will know a man by the name of Ligon Duncan. <laughs> Ligon is now the chancellor for RTS. Uh, overall, RTS has nine campuses located in eight states, and Ligon is the chancellor. He's over all nine campuses, and uh, Ligon was my pastor uh, when I lived in Jackson, Mississippi. He was the pastor at First Presbyterian Church in, in Jackson, and I was uh, there, a part of that congregation, and he helped to kind of walk me through call to ministry when I was feeling the Lord pulling me to ministry and and was kind of wrestling with that. I was in the it was in the business world and I felt the Lord calling me out of the business world and and Ligon was my pastor and kind of walked me through call to ministry and and I started seminary and he actually taught me seminary. I went to RTS in Jackson uh, mm-hmm. and um, and so then uh, I felt the Lord kind of opening doors for me to go on and do a PhD and so Ligon kind of helped me with me with all of that too. Uh, and so he's been a, a friend and a, and a counselor and a mentor uh, to me for years and uh, many, many years. And he uh, he actually called me when I was down in, in Gulfport uh, serving uh, the church down there. Uh, he called me a few years ago and he said, would you consider coming to Atlanta? Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's how I, I got to Atlanta. He uh, uh, he asked me to go and and uh, if if I can at all help it, if he asked me to do something, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I don't know if he know this. He if he knows this, but I call Lingen the uh, Godfather of uh, <laughs> the modern <laughs> modern Reformation movement. I mean, he has all the connections. Yes, indeed. I love him so much, man. Um, we actually uh, talk on the Facebook inbox and. And um, I put in my favor every now and again. You know, you got to ask the Godfather for favors. And so I, I, I request my favors every now and again. And so, Godfather, if you're listening, man, we appreciate you here at the bar. So, uh, Dr. Guy, I want to I have a lot of local pastors that uh, listen to the show. Um, and what I always, you know, find that they love is hearing, you know, that side of it when you were actual uh, local pastor. Um, talk about that a little bit and about the area you were in and some of the challenges you saw in that area. That's a great question. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, being in Jackson, when I felt the Lord calling me to ministry and, and being there, obviously the, the, the natural thing for, was for me to go to RTS in, in Jackson. And so did that, ended up co- going away, doing my Ph.D., coming back to Mississippi, although in the southern part of the state in Gulfport, Mississippi, and uh, the the church actually called me to be the pastor in, let's see, this would have been May of 2005. And I was going to start in October of 2005 because I was still living overseas where I did my PhD in Scotland. 
Uh, and so I was still living in Scotland, and, and uh, the church called me in May of 2005. I was going to take some time, finish things up, and move and, and start in October. And a little natural disaster called Hurricane Katrina happened mm. in August mm-hmm. of 2005. And the church, where, the church that had called me um, was destroyed. We had uh, The whole building was destroyed. We had about $4 million of damage to the facility. And the church had about 58 families that lost everything in the storm. And so I remember still, um, I wasn't, I was still in, actually, I had just come back to the States when, when the hurricane came through. And I remember the first phone call I got was from the, from one of our, he was the, the chairman of the pulpit search committee that actually helped to bring me to the church. And he called me right after the hurricane. He said, Guy, my house is gone. The church is gone. We can't pay you. You need to find another another call, another ministry, and another mm. job. And I, I remember thinking, oh, this is not good. Uh, <laughs> here I've left <laughs> Scotland. You know, I've come all mm-hmm. this way. We're here for this. And, 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 uh, and now there's, you know, now there's nothing here. So we ended up uh, going anyway. My, um, I went by myself. I lived with one of our elders in the church, and I lived with him and his family for about uh, just over two months, and we were able to kind of get started, and we didn't miss a beat. The Lord was, was, was gracious and faithful, as he always is, and um, he, we were there for almost 12 years. We ended up uh, starting a rebuilding ministry and tried to help our congregation members that had lost everything to rebuild and, and kind of get back into their homes. We moved out into the community and and had a ministry of rebuilding about 300, and I think we rebuilt about 385 homes wow. in about a two and a half year period, and did all of that free of charge to the homeowner. The Lord just provided the funding for us to be able to do it, and we did that. And then we ended up rebuilding the church facility itself. Uh, and so all of that disaster relief kind of an effort uh, dominated a large part of my 12 year ministry in Gulfport. But that was kind of a the flavor of that ministry. And, and like I said, it was out of that, that, uh, Ligon called and, and, uh, the mm. Godfather called me and uh, <laughs> asked me to come over, uh, to Atlanta. And so I teach uh, systematic theology and actually run, uh, the Atlanta campus. Gotcha. He made you an offer that you cannot refuse, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. Wow. That is an amazing story. Um, uh, just, I, I just remember, when that happened, just so much, you know, devastation and um, just to hear, uh, you know, the, the, the rebuild uh, and, and the church being able to do it, you know, that, that is, that is definitely awesome. I hope that blesses somebody. So let's talk about the, uh, the new book um, that was flooding my timeline so much. So I was like, wait a minute, let me see who this guy is. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so uh, tell, tell my listeners the, the name title of the book. Um, and, and then we'll, we'll start, uh, you know, a little synopsis about it and we'll dig in a little bit more. Absolutely. The name of the book is baptism. Uh, the subtitle is uh, answers to common questions. And uh, obviously the book is about baptism. It's uh, meant to be, I think it's got like 12 or, or 13 chapters, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's each chapter is answering a question. Mm. A question that, that I've found people are wrestling with from the very beginning of, of what is baptism, 
all the way, you know, to the very, uh, very familiar questions about who should be baptized, you mm-hmm. know, and, and then trying to apply that. And, and I think the last chapter is something like, what does this all mean? Or what can we take away from this? And, and the whole point is to try to say, okay, given what we've said, now how, what does this really mean? How do we put feet to this? And how does this really make an impact in our lives? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, that's good. So <clears throat> for those, because it's funny, I have, my listeners say I give them a good problem. Um, they always complain that I'm always bringing on guests and, you know, they're having books or suggesting books. And they're like, man, we always buying books because of you. So I apologize because <laughs> uh, hopefully we, we can get the same result out of this one for, because, uh, you know, assuming RTS, assuming you link with the God, Godfather, uh, would I make the right assumption that you're Presbyterian or am I wrong? I am. Yep. I was a pastor at First Presbyterian Church. So I'm in the PCA, the Presbyterian Church in America. Gotcha. So, you know, um, we're here at the bar. We are Baptists. We, we don't hold that against you. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> for for those that, you know, because the, the title is Baptism, for, for those that, uh, let's say us Baptists, what would be the draw for us to uh, check this book out? That's a great question too. You know, one of my one of my passions, one of my overriding desires in writing this book is to try to treat this this subject which has been very divisive mm. within the church and to try to do it in a way that is gracious and that is winsome and that uh, and that you know because the way I look at it this is a family disagreement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're brothers mm-hmm. and sisters, you know, and 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 sometimes brothers and sisters can fight worse than and than the non-family members, right? I mean, <laughs> oh, because yeah. we because we. But my point is, I think the way we've handled this is not communicated well to to the watching world. Mm. We've 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 kind of shot each other up over over this issue, and we've shot each other up over of over other issues too, rather than showing the world that we are family, that we do love one another, that we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And, and, and so what I've tried to do is try to, try to encourage each other, one another, that regardless of where we come down on the issue of baptism, we need to remember, first of all, that we are brothers and sisters and, and not kill each other over this issue. Let's genuinely wrestle with what the Bible says. Absolutely. Let's genuinely you know, come to the, whatever position we feel like the Bible teaches. Let's hold that position, but let's do it graciously. And let's mm-hmm. acknowledge that even those brothers and sisters that disagree with us, they do so because they believe the Bible teaches, you know, they believe the best, the best and most biblical, most faithful to the Bible uh, position is the position they're holding, you know, right. and whatever we, whatever we, you know, I, I believe in that, that, the children of, of of believers can be baptized because I believe that's the best and most faithful position, most faithful to the Bible's teaching. But my brothers and sisters, you know, like yourself or others who would be more baptistic, they hold you hold your beliefs because you believe that's more faithful to the scriptures. And and I think we need to acknowledge that as brothers and say, you know what, it's okay. We're doing mm-hmm. it not because. Not because we're ignorant of the Bible's teaching, we're doing it because we've actually wrestled with the text of Scripture, and we've come down on different sides of of, of that question. Right. No, that's that's awesome. That's actually really good, and and I like that perspective because that's the bar, man. Um, you know, 
we we don't agree with you know every you know and you, you got to stand for something you got to have you know a conviction that you have but we we still love and we still love on uh our other brothers and sisters um you know when it comes to baptism uh even when it comes to social justice i mean you know that's right. That's right. yeah we're we're the same you know we 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 don't agree with with you know a lot of people on that but i still got a lot of love for him. So if you're listening, I would still love to have you on the show. Those that are listening, because, you know, <laughs> you'd be surprised, well, maybe not surprised, but I get some turndowns just because of my stance on social justice, you know? So that's something that I, I'm glad you brought that up. That, that really impacted me for real. So right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? I'm John. And I am Joe. And we are the hosts of the Pastor Discussions podcast. And we like to call it your weekly conversation on doctrine, faith, and the Christian life. Because that's exactly what it is. And because you're listening to this commercial, you have already found some bar podcasts, and we are part of the Bar Podcast Network. And new episodes of our shows drop every Monday, so we invite you to check them out. We're just a couple of rural pastors that sit down and have discussions about different topics and work through things together. And we want you to come join us in the discussion. You can find out more by visiting pastordiscussions.com or subscribe on Stitcher or iTunes. <laughs> That's good. Um, I, can, I can edit this. <laughs> I can edit this. All right, we're back in here with uh, my good friend in Atlanta. You're not too far from me. I'm in Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, so, right, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 stones throw distance, I guess, as they say. Um, so, and this has been a fun conversation. I again appreciate you taking time to come out on the show. Um, I like to end the show with what I call the three signature bar questions. And that's what we're going to do right here. These are the questions I ask all of my guests. And these are, you know, just random little fun questions I like to ask my guests. And the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't listen to a whole lot of music, actually. Um, uh, people, I say that to people and they're like, what? You don't listen to music. <laughs> um, I, I listen to my favorite group growing up was U2. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up in the 80s, uh, late 80s, and so U2 and The Police were my two favorite groups growing up. Uh, I listen to U2 a little bit still today. They're 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 old now. They they've still been around. You know, they're still around. I listen mm-hmm. to some things like that. I listen to some contemporary Christian stuff, but but really, I listen to actually I, I listen to some uh, Christian hip hop uh, as well. I listen to Shylin, um, listen to um, Lecrae, and. Uh, some of those guys, I've got some of their stuff on my phone uh, that I listen to. But really, I do a lot of podcasts. I do a lot of sermons. I do a lot. All right, of wait, lectures. wait, wait. You're getting into my uh, other question. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna get there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what I listen to instead of music. Uh, okay. So when I'm All listening right. to something, you know, I'm usually listening to those things instead of music. But when I listen to music, you know, it's the things I was talking about before. Got it. Got it. All right. So next signature bar question is, what book or books are you currently reading? That's a good question, too. Yeah, I'm reading about four or five right now. Um, I'm reading uh, Sinclair Ferguson's new book. Um, It's called uh, In the Year of Our Lord. Uh, It's a new book that Reformation Trust has just put out on uh, kind of an overview of, of church history and what's significant about church history. 
I am rereading a book by D.A. Carson, uh, Christ and Culture Revisited. Uh, and uh, I'm reading, I'm rereading To Kill a Mockingbird, hmm. uh, Harper Lee's uh, a book that she wrote uh, back in the what, back in the 60s, I think it was. I'm rereading. I hadn't read that since high school, and thought I'd pick it back up and and read it. Uh, there's some Atlanta connections, or some things in Atlanta, and obviously Alabama, obviously those connections. So I thought I would mm-hmm. reread that. And then I'm also reading a book on the theology of C.S. Lewis called Deeper uh, Deeper Magic uh, by Donald uh, Williams, I think it is. Awesome. Good list. All right. Now, what podcasts or sermons do you listen to? Yeah, there's, there's not necessarily uh, given or specific podcasts that I listen to. Uh, I listen to a bunch here and there. Uh, it's more about who's on the podcast for me, mm-hmm. um, but I do uh, probably one that I do listen to. There's two that I listen to more um, more than others. Uh, and campaign. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know some of those guys, Justin Gibney, uh, and those yep. guys. I listen to Justin and uh, and the and campaign guys a little bit. I listen to Al Moeller's um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, podcast that he does as well. Uh, and then those are kind of the ones I listen to more frequently. Other than that, it's just about who's you know who's on a certain show. Um, gotcha. I listen to Sinclair Ferguson in terms of preaching. I listen to him quite quite regularly. Um, I listen to Ligon when he preaches uh, in different places. I might listen to some of the T4G stuff when it's out. Um, but Sinclair Ferguson is one of the guys I listen to regularly in terms of online preaching. Gotcha, gotcha, awesome. That's good, man. Good list. Um, so I again, I appreciate you coming on. We're gonna wrap this up, and I always like to give the floor to my guests to uh, just say a closing or announcement. Tell people where they can find the book um, and all of that. I'll give you space to do that uh, right now. Well, thank you, Dwayne, and uh, I would just uh, encourage folks to uh, to to. To look for a copy of my book, I would love to hear what their thoughts are about it. The book, again, is called Baptism, Answers to Common Questions. It's available through Ligonier Ministries. It's available on Amazon. It's actually not real expensive. It's about $8, if I remember correctly, at, at Ligonier. I think you can get it on the Kindle for like $6. Um, but uh, again, my goal was to try to be winsome and present. Obviously, I'm coming from a Presbyterian Reformed background with where I come from and my argumentation and my whole goal is to show what the Bible's teaching about baptism. I'm dealing with a lot of questions, not just the recipients, not just the, uh, the mode of baptism, but I'm dealing with the meaning of baptism too. And, and so I would just, uh, I would love to hear feedback. I think it's a book that can be helpful. Uh, if nothing else to, to try to encourage charity and grace between brothers and sisters who disagree but I'd love to hear uh, any uh, any feedback from from guys who read it. I uh, would love to to carry on a dialogue with guys who read it and uh, and may want to want to do that. Awesome, good deal. All right, listeners, make sure y'all get the book and uh, and send feedback. Um, <laughs> I would love I would love for you to to email me or let me know that you know somebody from the from the show reached out to you. Um, and that that would make me happy. So uh, definitely pick up the book. We will have links to it in the show notes. Again, Dr. Guy, thank you for your time. 
to the bar listeners appreciate you guys tuning in to the bar every tuesday favorite podcast make sure you check out all of the bar podcast network shows monday is pastor discussion tuesday the bar of course wednesday just thinking with daryl and virgil and thursday bars biblical reform spitters that's our uh, hip-hop show with t barlow make sure you go to the bar podcast.com to check out all the episodes also visit the bargear.com to pick up your bar gear t-shirts hats hoodies everything you want to put bar on we got it on that website until next time you guys god bless and we're out What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there